And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial, everyone, uh, gracing us with his presence, his voice, and whatever else he does while he's here. Thank you very much, and thank you You're welcome. for putting up our rabbit, for joining us and uh, and listening to our show, and uh, some dynamite indie music we have for you here on this week's Pandemic Cast. How is everyone getting through our uh, our pandemic? Uh, is everybody hanging on there? Uh, hopefully, it's not going to be a whole lot longer, but we have one advantage in that we have never been closed down. We don't plan on being closed down, and we are ready to go with a whole bunch more of our quarantunes, as it were, beginning with a young lady by the name of Christy McDonald and her tune, Proud. Reach out for the stars Don't you dare to change your heart Inside you got everything So when I'm bow, bow, bow I just think about everything Mama said to me From a small, small town To the world around You can go anywhere you see Oh my You, you, you would be so proud You would be so proud of me McDonald, and uh, she's not just another newcomer to the business. She is the mother of three. She's married to Detroit sports guy Jamie Samuelson, 
and she's an Emmy award-winning TV news anchor reporter on Detroit's PBS. She's currently anchoring a weekly political and news analysis show called My Week, M-I-W-E-E-K. And she's also a contributor on the PBS NewsHour, as well as Detroit's public radio, W-D-E-T. A very interesting combination there. And uh, for her to uh, be trying her hand in, uh, well, I guess you could say pop country. It's uh, definitely a moving sound. She does... uh, she does drive a good beat there. What do you think, John Bon Jovi? Yeah, she does a nice job with it. Uh, I'll be honest, it's not my particular cup of tea, but I recognize the talent that goes into it, and I think that uh, it will do very well uh, with the younger set, uh, the anywhere from uh, 15 up to maybe 30-year-old uh, demographic. Um, to me, I think it's a little bit too narrow cast, but... Again, I recognize the quality behind the effort that she put in. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be, you know, too negative or too indicting about it. I, I, I do. I, I like what she's doing. But for me personally, I'd rather listen to The Grateful Dead. I think we're going to have to do a show. I don't know, listeners, you can write in and uh, and give me your opinion on this. But after... Uh, after hearing John Bon Jovial's uh, repeated comment with various artists uh, that uh, it's not his cup of tea, as it were, uh, I think we're going to have to dedicate a show to uh, John Bon Jovial's cup of tea and see just exactly <laughs> what it is he's smoking. I mean, drinking. <laughs> I'll have some uh, sensibly in uh, Earl Grey, please. <laughs> there you go. So uh, drop us a line if you want. Uh, David at thedavidbowers.com is the email address. And uh, tell us what you think. Do we or don't we want to know about John Bon Jovial's cup of tea? That is the question, and we shall await your answers. Something to look forward to here on the David Bowers Awards right here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, also remember we're on WRFZ 106.3 radio. That's 106.3 FM radio in Rochester, New York. Rochester Free Radio, our flagship station up there, and uh, that is in large part thanks to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. We thank you so much, Mary Perry, as always, and uh, we also want to thank some new friends, thanks to our new friends at colleges all over the country via the College Underground Radio Network. We're happy to be uh, to have been picked up and carried on that. If you uh, listen to the College Underground Radio Network, be sure and tell them that you'd like to hear the David Bowers Awards because I understand these stations are run on an individual basis. It's it's very loosely tied network. They don't all carry the same programs at the same times. It's a case of uh, you know what they uh, well. It's a case of what is their cup of tea and what isn't, uh, <laughs> so that I can put it in a uh, context that John Bon Jovial can understand. So, if you uh, if you listen to a college station and you'd like to hear our show on there, be sure and uh, contact them and tell them I want my the David Bowers Awards. Okay, all right. Continuing on our porch by porch west. Uh, broadcast here or is it porch by southwest anyway we're out here on the porch and uh john bon jovial how are things down in the swamp 
Well, we're doing okay. Uh, We were supposed to get a whole ton of rain over the weekend, but it never really materialized. They were predicting doom and gloom, three and a half inches of rain in a 12-hour period and, you know, batting down the hatches. And if we got a quarter of an inch, well, we were lucky. Uh, It just didn't pan out this weekend. No, not at all. Um, but, uh, you know, the weather actually has not been too bad for this time of year. It's normally getting into the nineties with some heavy humidity. And while it is getting into the low nineties, the humidity as far as Florida by Florida standards has been very low. And so as a result of that, the fire danger is up, but it's just been very enjoyable to be outdoors, uh, socially distancing, of course. Well, we want to uh, move right along here because we've got a lot of quarantunes for you today, folks. Got some interesting music I think you're going to enjoy. And uh, we want to also uh, shout out to uh, our friends at uh, WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show that follows us on Rochester Free Radio Saturdays. Also, check out Armin Spins for, uh, for some really eclectic music that you probably have never heard of before. And uh, including, of course, our show, uh, which is always an award show. And we do that on purpose because that way every one of our guests is an automatic award winner. Our first award for this week, our first D. David Bowers Awards this week is, uh, well, regardless of what Missouri and Arkansas say, the prospect of live music in a continued or rather a confined venue uh, seems a little bit implausible. But uh, musicians in countries like Denmark and Germany have gotten creative by staging drive-in concerts, and which obviously attendees watch from the safety of their own vehicles, uh, much like we <laughs> escaped to in the visit to Death Valley. Now, electronic musician Mark Rebelite has announced the first drive-in concert tour here in the United States. He'll embark, or he's trying to embark at least on a seven-date tour beginning in June with socially distant concerts scheduled in North Carolina, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. In lieu of opening acts, each show is going to open with a short a short film that they will be screening. And additionally, attendees will have all of the, uh, all of the benefits of merchandise and food and drinks to purchase. So it'll be like going to a drive-in movie theater only you get a short movie and a live concert, which uh, I think is a I think it's a heck of a concept. What say you, John Bon Jovi? Uh, it's interesting to see if it will work because yeah, I think that uh, uh, you know you, we got to do something. We have to bring back entertainment. We have to bring back sports. We've got to do something, but of course to do it safely and to do a socially distanced concert. From, you know, sitting in your car or sitting on the hood and being uh, away from the concert goer next to you, um, it's a good concept. I I just hope it will work. Uh, We human beings being creatures of habit, it is sometimes hard to hammer home to us that this is what you got to do for the short term if we want to get past this. And I I, I wish them luck. I hope it works out well. And I think it's gone. I think it's just another sign of what we talked about last week, uh, the changes that are coming as a result of uh, of this crisis and what we've been through. And I think it's uh, 
something that's going to be very, very interesting to watch as it develops in the future. Speaking of developing, here is a group that has developed into a force to be reckoned with. I think you're going to be hearing a lot more from Walker's K, that's uh, C-A-Y, which is sometimes pronounced Kai, but we won't get into that right now. We will get into talking with them in just a few minutes right after we listen to this track called Tell Me. Slip, slip away 
Walkers K, they call themselves. That's Tell Me, and uh, they're going to come in right now and tell us. So let's say hello to Gary and Mike. Come on in here, guys. Hi, how you doing, guys? Doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Thank you very, very much for having us on the show. Our pleasure, and a kick-ass song you got there, too. I want to touch on one thing before we get into talking about the band and everything. What's prime on everybody's mind as we try to recover from the, uh, from this pandemic, as it were. How are you guys doing with the, the, the lockdown and the slow, uh, the slow efforts to try and get back to some semblance of normal? How's, the, uh, how's this whole thing affected you guys? Well, me personally, not a lot, because actually I own a radio station, so I've been in production quite a bit in the studio, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty much a homebody anyhow, unless we would be touring or something, but, so I'm okay with it. I don't know. Mike, how about you? Well, I was asking, before it started, I was actually really busy with my video and uh, audio production, and it's, right now it's almost zero. So, uh, yeah, I got a lot of free time to do some cleanup in, uh, in the, uh, the house to keep myself busy, and uh, I got other stuff I try to keep myself busy with. Um, well, otherwise, it's not bad. Well, that's good. I, do, you expect, uh, do you expect any problems or any, uh, anything other than just the normal rebound when you're ready to go, or is it going to take you some time to get back in the swing of things? I think uh, we will definitely need to be rehearsing, that's for sure, uh, you know, to get your chops back up. But sure. I think I think it's going to be a while anyhow out in the public domain because, as you gentlemen know, there's a lot of venues and a lot of places that are going to take a long time to recoup before they start hiring bands again. If so at that all. Can, if at all. There's a lot going on of business. So I think it's going to be way through the end of the summer before anybody really gets out there and starts playing again, to be honest with you. Well, I have to. I have said this before. I think that uh, this is going to usher in a, a, if not a new era, at least a modification of the existing era, where we're going to see more uh, live streams, uh, more, perhaps even pay-per-view concerts on uh, live stream or on network and cable TV, and uh, we're seeing a lot of interesting stuff. For example. Uh, uh, country uh, country star Brad Paisley uh, has uh, talked with me about what he's doing. He's doing these uh, these uh, pub crawls where uh, you know there's so many people having parties and like Zoom parties and stuff. That uh, what he's doing is saying, "Give me your number of your of your party, and uh, I'm doing a pub crawl. I may pop in, and he is. He's just randomly popping in on uh, on strange people doing." you know, having their little online streaming parties on Zoom, and uh, it's really a neat thing. I think we're going to see a lot more uh, use of the Internet and even, as I suggested, perhaps uh, pay-per-view uh, concerts and the smaller created venues where you're more or less playing to someone in their home like a, like a uh, house concert or something. What do you think about that? Well, that's right on because it's starting, as you said, now. I can see a lot of it. You can, there's all kinds of invites that I get consistently. And if you just go online, you can see a lot of uh, major musicians and bands doing that. And I think that's going to be the norm for the next few months so people can keep that separation thing going. You know, that's my opinion on it. I, I agree with you. Now, somebody asked me once when we were talking about it, I thought that that meant, uh, you know, the, the downfall of the live concert, and I don't think that's going to be the case. What I think could come out of it, however, is the, the live concerts will become more of a prestige event and uh, replaced in some of the 
minor instances with these uh, streaming concerts and the live concerts will become much more uh, what I was prestigious. They'll become a bigger deal, obviously more, much more expensive, but I think that the, the streaming and uh, the pay-per-views will create a place of their own in the structure uh, for performances, for live performances. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes down. John Bon Jovial, I, I can tell you just want to say something. You've got that look on your face. Like, Chomp, shut the, the heck up and let me talk. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. No, I want to touch on, uh, you just you just touched on something uh, very uh, interesting there, Mike, and, and that is, Getting the band together to practice, and it is going to violate yeah. the social distancing rules and, you know, make me make COVID-19 very happy to be amongst you. But uh, I am seeing all kinds of things online and reports of it on TV of, um, of ensembles getting together virtually to practice or to do a concert. So in other, if they can do a concert virtually through Zoom or whatever, then you could also practice that way too, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. If we can get around the latency, I think we'd be perfectly fine with that. I'd, I'd be into it. I'll look more into that and see what the, the technology has uh, progressed to the well, point where... You're going to need a decent network connection or internet yeah. connection. Yeah. Uh, I hope you don't have DSL, because if you do, that's just not going to cut it. <laughs> you're right. Uh, but uh, no, and, and then it's getting, you know, getting to this song that we just listened to, uh, you, know, you guys rock it real fine. You've got a nice, smooth sound. Uh, it all almost sounds, uh, and I don't know which one of you, Gary or Mike, is going to be the more qualified to answer this, but, you know, engineering fascinates me, and it, it sounds like you've got an analog touch to this song. Am, am, I, uh, am I off base, or am, am I close? Well, let me, I'm going to let Mike answer that, because Mike actually engineered and mixed all that, but really quick, if I just may backtrack for a second, Mike is right about uh, the latency and things about rehearsals and live shows. There's a lot of people that are posting that stuff online, and it's terrible because of their, their upload and downloads and everything on their internet, so uh, that's one of the reasons why we didn't do that, but right now, uh, Mike, what about engineering all that stuff, uh, our two new songs? Well, as far as engineering, I, I came from the analog world when I first started, and uh, I got into the digital world probably about 15 years ago. But I always had that uh, philosophy, analog is definitely, uh, you know, the, the main part of mixing. Um, you know, it's just uh, something that you put together in your, in your mind, that you just try to put it together as best as you can. I'm a believer of recording it right the first time, as opposed to trying to edit it up and try to do the auto-tune and try sure. to do all that stuff. I'd rather have a great performance, and then if we have to at the last minute, then we can fix it up. But right. definitely, performance is number one. Oh, I, I, I absolutely despise yeah. auto-tune, so I'm glad to hear yeah. you say that. <laughs> Thank you. Mike, I'm told that uh, even before our little instance here, I was told that you're the technical wizard for the band. Tell us a little bit about Mike Swain. Yeah, I think at a very young age, even at the age of seven or eight years old, I was always a technical kind of guy, taking motors apart and making electromagnets and playing around with lasers and stuff like that. Then I worked in the uh, in the nuclear industry for you know a good number of years, and that's where I picked up a lot more technical stuff. and And uh, the audio production has always been a hobby of mine, and uh, I've always been really good at it. I just love to learn. Fantastic. You know, geek, a cinematography kind of geek. You know, video. I just love that stuff. Great. Now tell us. Uh, let's tell us a little bit about Tim next. 
Uh, Tim is basically um, ba- the bass player, uh, background vocals, and um, he's got a mechanical electrical type of um, profession that he does, so he's kind of into the technology as well. Um, but that's basically uh, him. He's he's kind of a geek too when it comes to equipment and vintage equipment and stuff like that. I've seen the name Gear Geek uh, mentioned in, in conjunction with his name. And lastly, uh, what a great name we always save the best for last. Tell us about David. David Pastilli, drummer. Uh, yeah, I met uh, actually. I, he's he's the youngest guy in the in the in the band. He's only twenty eight years old. And uh, he comes from a bluesy jazz drumming background, but he kind of transitioned over to rock. And uh, he's a, by trade, he's a uh, professional contractor. So he builds houses. (laughs) That is, uh, that is really interesting. He's a, uh, he's the backbeat of the band and he's a professional contractor. Talk about uh, your mixed metaphors. (laughs) For sure. But hey, it works. You guys have got a sound. You've come together with a with a great sound. And uh, as far as I can figure out, you probably got a pretty good future there too. Uh, tell us a little bit about this next song we're going to play before we run out of time. And I also want you to go ahead and uh, do a little self promotion here. Tell the people how they can find you, how they can find your music to buy, and uh, you know all that kind of self promotion stuff. Okay, the next song is Y-O-Y, and it pretty much says what's going on in the world today. We look up and we say, Y-O-Y, is this happening? Why is that happening? So that's how that song came together. I guess you could say all the crap going on in the world right now. And if people want to check us out, the very easiest way, just go to our website, www.walkerska.ca, and K is spelled C-A-Y, so it's walkersk.ca. Very good. Very well explained, and uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, Let's see. I think we've covered just about everything. John Bon Jovial, any last words from you? Uh, Just, you know, words of encouragement. Keep it up. I mean, again, the sound that you've got, from what I have heard, is just terrific. Uh, David will tell you, I really never get to hear the music until it actually plays on the show because he wants my honest opinion of it. And it's on purpose. And I'm just uh, very taken uh, with what I've heard. And I I hope that, uh, you know, the world is going to revolve around you when it comes to, you know, creating this, because I would really love to see this music played on, you know, not, not just on shows like ours, which of course I'm glad that we do, but more on the mainstream media too. I, I would, it, it would be great it to is, hear, yeah. it, you know, on terrestrial radio and, and, you know, that kind of thing. And I think you're going to really enjoy the lyric of this, uh, of this next tune of theirs. We're going to play. I want to thank you guys for coming in, spending time talking oh, about your you. group and your music. And uh, you. before you go, I want to remind you that we, uh, we have a, uh, the David Bowers Awards page on Facebook. Well, we have them all over the place, but one in particular, if you uh, look on Facebook, our music groups page, that one is open for your submissions. You want to promote your music, uh, play dates, whatever you're doing that you want to share with the fans, post it up there. That's what the page is there for. So use it, and then we'll pick it up from there and spread it around to our other social media sites. So, you know, use it like free advertising, enjoy it, and please do. Stay in touch with us. We like to keep track of our guests and keep in touch with them. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back again in the very near future. 
Thank you, David and John. We really appreciate the kind words. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate it from you, ladies and gentlemen. They call themselves Walker's K, and I think you're really going to like this song because this is the one that caught my attention originally. I listened to the lyric. It is so apropos for today. It's called Why Oh Why.
Why, oh why? That's Walker's K from Up Canada Way. And uh, I told you that's an interesting song. I, uh, I had to listen to it a couple of times when I first caught on to the lyric. And uh, it's something that does get your attention. I think they're going to get your attention too. You're going to be hearing more from Walker's K, which you uh, just heard right here on the David Bowers Awards. Be sure and send us your comments and uh, any other any other comments you'd like to add, just hashtag TDBA online, and uh, we'll be sure and get them. We look to hear from you. We're also going to be looking to hear from Richie Blue in just about, uh, oh, I don't know, four or five minutes, right after we listen to a tune from him. That uh, Well, Richie, well, you're going to find out that he gets a lot of his influence from the blues masters of the past. And uh, if you're into that music, believe me, you're going to enjoy this. Right now, we're going to listen to a thing called Rooster, the key of C. Here's Richie Blue.
Leghorn, Leghorn, or something. Foghorn, like Leghorn. No, that's Richie Blue who is here to talk with us right now. Hello, Richie. <laughs> Hello, how are you guys? Doing great, thanks. What a great song you got there. So glad you could come and join us I, today. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's an old song I wrote probably 30 years ago. It's kind of a knockoff, and it's just it remained kind of popular among my little, if you want to call it a fan base. People seem to still like it, so I still play it. Yeah, it's cool. Well, judging <laughs> judging by what I've read, and I, I do get to do a little bit of homework on my guests occasionally, uh, and uh, I, I've seen that uh, your little bitty fan base has uh, has pretty much stretched from your uh, your home state of Washington down through Oregon, down through California, and has even reached out to New Orleans. So uh, I would say right. your little fan base is uh, it is a pretty strong one there. It's, you know, it's stable and steady and has been for, like, a lot of years. You know, I, I'm uh, more of what you'd probably call a regional guy. I'm not international or even national, really, but I have a I have a little fan base over here on the left coast, I think, and we're uh, getting along yeah, fine. It's, it's okay. I would, I would say you do, and if you're, if you're outdoors uh, right now, uh, when you turn a certain way, we're getting a wind noise in your, uh, in your oh, cell phone, okay. so... You want to try and try and keep that in mind if you can, because it just we want people to be able to hear you. And uh, right, I'll, I'll stand have. this way because I think I'm okay. Right, right, Matt. That here. sounds good. Yeah, and unlike unlike me out here in my protective porch out here doing my uh, my isolationist uh, thing. Yeah, uh, I was just wondering <laughs> how you're doing your podcast with the uh, pandemic and everything, but you're managing it. Sounds like I mean, you know, actually. Same, same as, uh, uh, we we are we are pretty socially distanced or physically distanced as it is. Uh, I'm down here in the Phoenix area, and my co-host okay. John Bon Jovial is down in Naples, Florida. So uh, yeah, we right. we managed to stay fairly well distanced. <laughs> and, and at the and same time, it sounds it. like it sounds like you're coming from a cubicle studio somewhere tucked away, who knows where. That's great. I love it. Exactly. We uh, we try to stay, you know, pretty well under the uh, radar there so that we can get away with murder as it were but uh, well you're of course pretty guests. cool pretty cool thing here I, i'm uh humbled and i'm glad you found me it's very cool that you 
opera. I'll tell you, when I, you know, I don't even remember for sure how I stumbled across you, but I do know that I started reading notes on you and your, your bio. And I said, wow, this is somebody I want to get on the show because in addition to, you know, just being a good music man, you got yourself uh, you get yourself a few a few heavy duty uh, pats on the back here, if I remember correctly. I know one thing that struck me is you're the only artist I know right off the top of my head that we've had on the show that is in a blues hall of fame and a country music hall of fame. Right, isn't that something? I'm in the uh, uh, blues hall of fame, and also a few years ago I was inducted to the Bakersfield Country Music Association for a lifetime achievement. Because I enjoy it all. I play a lot of rockabilly. And, um, I'm from a small town, so we all played country music growing up, and I carried that sure. with me. You know, I've, uh, This summer, I'll be play, I've played my guitar for 54 years. Uh, what kind of guitar are you playing? What is that? Is that a Strat? Uh, is that a I Gibson have, SG or what? Is that all, well, are we talking about the song Rooster here? Yeah. Yeah, the, on, on Rooster, I was playing a... Modified Strat. It has some Seymour Duncan, I think, hot rails in it. Now it's been a while. I think I recorded this thing back in '93, somewhere in there. Okay, it, it's just uh, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm listening I don't to have it. <laughs> you know, and I play a little bit of guitar myself, and and I, you know, a Strat has always had a very unique sound to it, and so I was kind of uh, maybe right. I was uh, suspect there, if you will. It's the front pickup. It's not the tone that oh, Stevie Ray used that pickup a lot. Eric Clapton uses, you know, the middle pickup in the back, the, that in-between kind of, that's a Clapton tone and stuff. But uh, I, like, I like the sound of the front pickup when I'm using a Strat. It's got more of a, I wouldn't know how to describe it, more of a jazzier bite to it than, a, than the, the in-between pickup, the, the middle and the rear. So, you know, there's all kinds of five different positions on a Strat, so you get all kinds of tones. And it works well because, I mean, it's not like you're playing a Howlin' Wolf type of you know, genre. I mean, you're, you know, you're playing a good, you know, rock blues tune, which I think myself personally requires that tonality that you're getting out of that. And it works, it, it works That's great. That's kind of what I was shooting for, something that blends in without dominating the whole track. You know, that was kind of what I was hoping to do. At that, well, you know, at that time. As I like to say to people, you done good, son. You done good. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Well, John is, and, uh, John is there's a story right. behind. There's one little story behind that song. When oh, you hear me go like that, I was playing with Doyle Bramhall at the time, who, who you know, went on to the Archangels right. and Eric Clapton, second guitarist for 12 years, whatever, anyway. We were in a band, and we opened up for Albert King, and before every solo, Albert King would go, oh. <laughs> So him and I would start doing that on, on the stage and kind of laughing it with it, you know, after, at each other. And then when it came time to record this song, I thought, well, hey, one little nod to Albert there, you know. There you go. <laughs> so that's well, the story John, behind. <laughs> John is our techno guy here, and he's the one that will get into, uh, you know, the types of instruments and the uh, the pickups and all of that stuff. I'm, I'm the uh, mm. I'm the music guy, and uh, I just know a good blistering guitar lick when I when I hear it, and uh, you can definitely put that together. And if that was back then, I got to believe you've only improved in the years since then. And which well, you, I would like to think I have. I've been broadening myself a little more than just blues. Like I said, I play a little bit of everything now. I mean, I was pretty uh, pretty straight-up blues guy back then, but I've 
I would like to think I've gotten a little better since then, yeah. yeah I wouldn't be surprised. So you would consider <laughs> that you have improved since you won your first talent show in 1969. 69, wow, yeah, huh, look at that. <laughs> I actually learned, won that song flubbing through the 12th Street rag on a beat-up acoustic guitar that was mic'd up. And that oh, was wow. as fast, fast as I could possibly play it, and I still play it, and I still haven't perfected it. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that's well said. Nineteen sixty nine, man. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. cowboy on stage. He's <laughs> definite he's definitely got a, a few hours of rehearsal under his belt. That's uh that's Yeah, I've been at it a while for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned the people you played with because you get a, a pretty impressive list of people that you have played with, including you know, the fabulous Beaumont brothers and uh Amos and yeah. Yeah, just run down through the through the list there. I, I was really impressed mm-hmm. with the the people that you have uh, you have shared your talents with, and the fact that uh, the fact that you did get to share your talents with them says an awful lot about you. Tell us, yeah. tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, and uh, maybe you know where you're headed. What you want to what you want to be doing in a year or two. Well, um, I live in the Central Valley, California Central Valley now, and I run my own band. I have a little quartet and that's what I do and have enjoyed. And I'm just love that. I don't travel as much as I used to still do, but not as much. Um, you know, we're a couple hours from LA and a couple hours from San Francisco. Sure. So that all, that stuff's still there. <laughs> but primarily we work up and down the Valley, you know, it's uh Bakersfield to Stockton. There's so much to do and so many gigs, street dances, uh, fairs, festivals, you name it. There's everything. So that's like, kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm working on an, uh, a CD. Um, at, well, it was put on hold when the pandemic took effect, but a sure. CD of all inst- instrumentals. Mm. So that's kind of where I'm heading out. All different styles, <laughs> twangy, uh, old-style stuff and some surf and uh, new age, just a little bit of everything. So that's kind of where I'm well, heading with uh Maybe we can get you music to come back Maybe we can get you to come back and debut some of that stuff when you get your CD put together. We sure, oh, I'd love to. Sure that'd, like be, that. that'd be great. That'd well, be we'd wonderful. love to have you come back. And uh, also keep in mind, we've got a uh, one of our many uh, social media pages is uh, at the David Bowers Awards page on Facebook, which is there specifically for guests on the show and anybody in the music business to post their new music, their releases, their rumors, their gossip, anything you want to share with your followers, you put it up there and we can pick up on it and we'll put it on our other social media sites and get the word out to everybody too. So keep that in mind and do keep in touch with us because we like to follow all our guests and uh, follow into their future. We've got about a minute left and in that, Mm -hmm. if you would please tell us a little bit about this this next very suggestively titled track we're going to play called <laughs> Commit a Crime. Commit a Crime. Okay, that's actually an old uh, Howlin' Wolf tune. Right. And he's, it's just a story about I'm going to leave you, baby, before I commit a crime. And she tried to poison him and tried to shoot him, so he's got to get out of there before he commits a crime. <laughs> you know, I spent the ba- 30 years in Southern setup. California, and I never got to go up into the Central Valley. I wish I had and would have gotten a chance to meet you in person up there. So you Yeah, get I out followed Phoenix my wife over. We lived in the Bay. You bet. I lived in the Bay Area for 30 years, and I followed my wife over here, and it's been a pleasure and a joy since. 
and we want to thank her also for her uh, mm-hmm. for her coordinating to get this put together so we could have you on the show. Thank you so much. Shout out to Marilyn Blue. You got it. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Richie Blue, and here he is. Commit a crime.
some crime Blue and commit a crime. No crime there. The only crime there would be not playing that song again. I'm going to play that a few more times and look forward to that uh, to that instrumental CD that he's working on. I sure hope we can get him to come back and debut that here on the David Bowers Awards. We want to thank our guests, Richie Blue, and before him, the gang from Canada, Walkers K, for uh, joining us and uh, filling up the hour with some great indie music. And we thank you for joining us to listen to it. Hope you'll come back and join us again next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Well, you know, that cup of tea that we were talking about earlier, that's kind of the cup of tea I'm, I'm looking after. Well, folks, you have done it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are very grateful for your presence and your company. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course Facebook. And now you can also find us with our new friends at colleges all over the country on the College Underground Radio network. That's right. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday 2 p.m. Eastern 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC and until next week for the David Bowers and Nick our marvelously and happy geeky engineer I am yours truly the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying wash your hands Love each other, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.